literal experts in sports. There is nothing they say that is wrong. They cannot be wrong. And you are wrong if you don't agree with them. Awesome. Way to make me just completely just step on my own fucking tongue. What the hell is this crap? It took 16 minutes for Rick to say pull out. I know it's been a little while. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, we can we can actually get into that. How I mean, what happened exactly after the hundredth episode? First, Rick was not joking when he said that he wanted to take a couple break, a couple episode break. Uh, all of you that know Rick, that's definitely how it goes sometimes. These little break. Um, anyways, we recorded the hundredth episode. Riding high. Uh, the the next day, the Cowboys whooped on the Patriots, so definitely was good. Then everything seemed to spiral out of control. The my fantasy team, I was playing the other undefeated team. Shout out to my coworker Jose. And Herbert and Allen had a bye, so I was like, great. These two have been killing it. Got to figure that out. Thursday comes. Amon Ron St. Brown pops up with an injury. Great. Okay. Maybe it's just during the week. Maybe he'll play. I pick Washington defense to play against the Bears. That was definitely wrong. <laughs> Who knew Fields could do it two two weeks in a row? Three touchdowns in a row. Just killed, killed Washington. Then, Friday, St. Brown is downgraded to doubtful, and he's not going to play. So, now I'm down two wide receivers. And my starting quarterback. Saturday, Dodgers get smashed. With Kershaw not even making it out of the first. We'll, we'll get back to the Dodgers later. Sunday comes, and I have Richardson, my backup quarterback, who I only need one game. Jefferson and Connors down during the game. Halfway through. Didn't even, I mean, not three quarters, of, no. Just halfway done. All three of them are still on IR. And then, of course, many of you know, the Cowboys were absolutely smashed by San Francisco. Yes, the cornerback digs would have helped. However, about all I could say was, it's only week five. We can get better from here. <laughs> and we'll talk about what happened to San Francisco later. Then, Dodgers continue to suck. They lose Monday, again on Wednesday, to be swept by the Diamondbacks. Quick side note, though. I did win my softball game that Thursday, and my daughter's team stayed undefeated. All things that I really could control <laughs> went well. Keep my spirits up a little bit. But, you know what? Let's get into baseball first. Alright. We're back with baseball. We'll start with the Dodgers. Like I said, this is the second year in a row that they've lost to a division rival uh, after dominating them in the regular season. This year was not as bad, I don't think, as last year. Last year was the Padres. This year was the Diamondbacks, which, yeah, I mean, obviously I don't want to lose to a division rival. I just, I think I've been out on the Dodgers since they lost to Atlanta. And not out as in 
I didn't want them to win, of course. Just, I didn't, I didn't really have that much faith in them. I didn't think that they could make it past Atlanta. I thought that they could definitely beat Arizona and make it into the, it's like the conference series or whatever champion, the, but, uh, the, the starting pitching was just lacking, which I thought I would never say about the Dodgers. I mean, starting pitching has been their uh, strength for years. They've, they've had so much starting pitching that a lot of times they'd have to put them in the bullpen, especially in the playoffs. But, I mean, Dustin May was out. Walker Bueller was out. Urias is an idiot. Um, Bauer kind of just got screwed by MLB, but he, he was not on the team. Um, Kershaw's been hurt, which is what we saw. I mean, he's, he's, he couldn't make it out of the first and gave up six runs. That's absolutely terrible. Um, we had a a rookie, which he had a great year. I mean, Bobby Miller had a great year, but he, it's a lot to put on a rookie and he didn't perform well in the playoffs. Uh, and then we expected Lance Lynn to come in. (laughs) He gave up the most home runs this season and sure enough fourth inning came or third inning I don't remember which one but he gave up four runs four home runs in one inning and that's just pretty much the end of the Dodgers season uh I I did think they would have made some kind of series with Atlanta so that's disappointing but Atlanta didn't make it out of the playoffs either I mean out of the the uh I'm sorry I don't know exactly the the division series I believe but uh they lost to the Phillies. So so both teams that won over 100 games are out now. Um, I'm hoping the Phillies are going to beat the Diamondbacks. Just I don't really want a division rival to win. And I've always liked Harper. Um, all of you that have known me or even listened to this podcast know that I, I like Bryce Harper. Uh, and obviously that went well because they've now won the first game. So that was played tonight. In the other series, it's the Rangers and the Astros. Definitely going to be watching this series because those two teams hate each other. And as we talked about earlier in this podcast, there uh, was some bench-clearing action earlier in the season. Uh, and I hate the Astros. I mean, as any Dodger fan. Actually, pretty much any baseball fan that isn't an Astros fan hates the Astros. So, everybody's watching that series. Uh, Rangers are up by two games. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to trust that the Astros are not going to come back until the Astros are done just because it's the Astros, but I'll be willing to watch game three and hate on them. Uh, why don't we stay in Texas, but switch to football? Of course, we're going to lead off the football segment with the Cowboys. What else would we do? I mean, Rick's not around, so we're not going to say anything about the Rams. Um, Cowboys are starting to suck me back in I wouldn't exactly say excited this week. I mean, they, they just beat the Chargers. I, I would kind of say relieved because at least they they should make the playoffs. It's only week six. Just like I was saying earlier, it was only week five. So the Cowboys have a lot of time to screw it up. But at least it looked good today. We were able to beat the, the Chargers 4-2. Philadelphia lost this, this week along with San Francisco, by the way. Both undefeated. But Philadelphia doesn't really look that strong and they haven't really looked as good as last year. I'm not sure if that's because they've lost in the secondary or there's a new offensive coordinator, so they're not all the way, uh, I don't know, comfortable with the plays. But, 
I mean, A.J. Brown is a tear, but Hurts just does not look good. I mean, this this game yesterday was going pretty well, and then Hurts, um, he does incredible plays, and then he does some stupid ones. I mean, he, he was holding a guy off with one arm, and he just winged the ball down to A.J. Brown for a first down. Easy. I mean, probably no other quarterback could do. I mean, maybe maybe some other quarterback could do that, like Josh Allen or something. But most quarterbacks don't have the upper body strength to do that. Uh, and then at the end of the game, he throws a terrible pick six. Goddard is in between two defenders. It didn't look like he saw the inside defender and he threw it. And it basically went right to the defender. Guy took it back and Jets beat him. Uh, crazy. San Francisco, as I said, they, they lost. I, I would still say that they're top team in the NFC. Um, they, they pretty much lost because CMC got hurt, McCaffrey, and Debo's hurt. Um, I think they're both going to be back. Uh, it did look like the, the recipe to beat them is to put a lot of pressure on Purdy. I mean, he didn't, he didn't look settled. He was not making throws. And they almost got out of the game. And then the field goal kicker had <laughs> something to say about that loss at the end. I'm not going to say I wasn't happy. I mean, you can call me a hater. You can call me whatever. Uh, that's basically a shout-out to any of my coworkers that are 49ers fans because I had to hear that for a week. So, of course, I'm not going to like the 49ers. But uh, I, I still would say that they're definitely top team in the, in the NFC, especially when they their players come back. Hopefully they can stay healthy because – they definitely have a history of getting injured. Uh, a couple of the other stuff. I think that the Ravens are, are they've now established themselves at the top of the the AFC North. Um, but in that division, it's so close. I mean, the Steelers beat them last week, and then I mean they they could easily win the division, I guess. But I, I mean, Baltimore I think is gonna go as far as Lamar can take them. Bengals might be back. I mean, they they're now three and three, whereas Baltimore's four and two. Um, it's going to be, a, I think, a fight there. Um, Miami definitely has the best offense in the league. I mean, hands down, there's no. <laughs> they pretty much points wise d- destroyed Carolina, but I went back and watched, and Carolina actually went up fourteen nothing against them. And even after the Dolphins came back and scored 21 unanswered points, Carolina had a chance at the end of the half to kick another field goal and get close. And then they stopped them on their first dri- on Miami's first drive in the second half, and Carolina couldn't do anything. Um, Thielen, I thought he's putting up points because of garbage time because he's been a huge fantasy guy, people that play... Uh, I guess I don't know if it's sustainable because Thielen's old and but he seems like that that's that's the one that Bryce Young wants to pass to so maybe um, the Chiefs are five and one in the top of the AFC it seems very quiet I mean obviously Kelsey and the Taylor Swift stuff but other than that they kind of no one has really been talking too much about the Chiefs that. They have a really good defense, and Mahomes has been struggling, but he's just been doing whatever he needs to do. So, that, pretty much. Um, 
Lions, as much as I hate to say it, <laughs> because maybe it's a case where Rick Adamas is correct, they look like a Super Bowl contender. Um, they're they're going to win the NFC North, I think, easy. Um, it's always uneasy with Goff. I mean, he's been proven, proving it this year. Whether it's on the road, whether it's a tough matchup, it doesn't really matter. Especially if you have him in fantasy. I mean, that's that's definitely someone that you could you could start. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just something about him. Maybe I've heard Ryan talk too much about him, where he doesn't like him. But this year, he seems to be taking a step, and he seems to be that that offense is really good. Defense follows it up too. Um, those are pretty much the things that I saw this week. Obviously we've missed, um, kind of not sure what's going on with Buffalo. I mean, they come in and they, they destroy Miami and then they, they can't beat Jacksonville. And I was thinking maybe that's the London game because that offense did not look in sync until the fourth quarter. And then... This week, they probably should have lost to the Giants. Yes, that was definitely a pass interference at the end. But even even without that, the Giants, they have the ball on the goal line with no timeouts and like 20 seconds left, and they tried to run the ball. So then, of course, the, the, player on the, the defensive players are going to lay on top of Saquon Barkley so he can't get up. And then they can't kick a field goal. And guess what? At the end of the game, had they had those three points, they wouldn't have had to try to for a, a touchdown. They, they, it wouldn't have mattered about a pass interference call. They could have just kicked a field goal and won. So Giants should have won that game. I don't know what's up with Buffalo, which makes me really question Miami. I mean, they, they haven't really played too many teams. I was looking at, I mean, they, they beat the Chargers, who they may or may not be a playoff team. I mean, Cowboys beat them today, too, so... Um, they beat Carolina. I believe they beat the Jets. Um, they just, uh, I don't know. Um, they, they do have to play the Eagles this week, I believe. So we're, we're about to see how good the Eagles are and the, and the Dolphins. That should be a good, good thing to watch. Um, yeah, that, I think that pretty much sums up my, uh, football summary. <laughs> How about you stick around for some fantasy football? All right. The only thing that I really want to say about fantasy football <laughs> is that my teams are back. Both of them had high score this week. Yahoo look looking good, even with all the injuries that I described earlier. Yes, I'm in second place, but that's... I don't know. It, it It's not going to happen where I'm going to be in second place for long. Let's just say that. we got the bye weeks coming up. We're going to have to have a lot of guys off the waivers. Um, and anyways, ESPN, I finally got where I decided this year to draft Travis Kelsey in the first round, and it hadn't worked out yet until this, this week. I got the overall most points, especially after scoring the lowest points last week. And guess what, George? You don't get the highest week last week, and I got it this week. So, and somehow, still in that league, I'm still four and two. 
I think I have probably the lowest points scored overall, but I've just been getting lucky. So now hopefully my team's going to start getting healthy and we're going to dominate. Uh, I know that the Yahoo, as long as I don't have any more injuries, <laughs> which I don't know, one week can change that all. And as long as Thielen can start sucking. So let's, let's hope for that. Uh, that was pretty much all I had to say about fantasy football. Uh, let's get into one of my other teams before Rick can try to claim them. We're going to talk some basketball. All right. We're going to get into some basketball talk. Rick, I know you're going to listen and I'm going to tell you right now that I will not concede that they're your bucks just because Damian Lillard was traded to the bucks. Yes, we have not recorded in so long that this was like two or three weeks ago. Haven't been able to talk about it. Uh, basically, what we had was Damian Lillard from the Bla- Blazers goes to the Bucks. The Blazers got DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. They got Kamara from the Suns. Not sure who that is. Drew Holiday from the Bucks, and then they got a 2029 first round pick from the Bucks and two first round swaps with the Bucks, 28 and 30. The Suns received Allen, Keon Johnson, Nasser Little, and uh, Nurkic. I, I don't really know what the Suns were doing, to be honest. Um, I mean, I guess you could use Grayson Allen, but last season he was almost unplayable in the playoffs. He he doesn't play defense. Um, I'm not a huge Nurkic fan. Some of my other friends think that Nurkic is not that much of a downgrade from Aiton, but personally, I... Maybe it's because I've seen him get eaten up by Jokic, um, and and he really doesn't stay healthy. Um, I I don't think it's that great. I, I I mean I guess it's a good good deal for them because they split up Aiton's contract, so they have pieces. Um, I did think the Bucks getting Lillard will be interesting. I think at the end of the games it's gonna help, but. I think that they're going to need some help defensively. I mean, Drew Holiday is... He's definitely not as good of an offensive player, but his defense is well above Damian Lillard. And maybe Lillard hasn't been playing defense because he hasn't been on very good teams. I don't know. And maybe he's not going to need to because he's got Giannis in the the background. So we'll see how that's going to work. Um, A a lot of stuff with Giannis and Brooke Lopez both are helped out because Drew Holiday is in the front of them. who I did see, because I, I was actually watching the preseason game between the Lakers and the Bucks, and that was Lillard's first game. He, he looked pretty good, but they had Beasley, from who was used to play for the Lakers last season. He, he might help. I don't know defensively how good he was. He's like average defender, but uh, he can definitely shoot. So who knows if that's going to be a starting guard or not. Brooke Lopez actually blocked AD. That was pretty crazy. But AD's looking good. He's, he's hitting threes. So is Giannis. Um, anyways, what did end up happening is Drew Holiday ended up on Boston. And Boston gave up Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon was definitely good for them, but he's no Drew Holiday. And Robert Williams always gets hurt, so... Boston, once again, is definitely going to rival the Bucks in that division, or the conference. Um, I don't like it. I like Drew Holiday, as as you can tell. As anyone that's listened to this podcast can tell. Um, so him, him on Boston is definitely scary. Uh, they're definitely going to rival the Bucks, and that should be 
Definitely looking forward to the NBA season. Because I like the NBA, and the Lakers are definitely going to be good this year. I, I was in the preseason. It's It's been looking good. They fixed their three-point problem, I think. AD obviously going to help with defense. Uh, Gabe Vincent can play some defense. It's, it's going to be a good season. So... I think it starts in two weeks, 24th. Maybe maybe it's next week. Uh, I think it is next week, so look for that. Um, anyways, if you have any questions as far as NBA, NFL, uh, fantasy football, go ahead and e- email us at twallthingsports at gmail.com, and I will catch you later. <laughs>